Welcome to another episode of the Best Friends Discuss Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, with my co-host, Mike. Just kidding. It's your boy, B. Radley. <laughs> now I'm just kidding again. It's Mike. Uh, Brad? Yeah. So I brought up a, a interesting idea for us, uh, mainly for me, which was to play a game. I feel game. like most of these are ideas for you. For your enjoyment more well and for my suffering yeah that's what makes life fun for me um i've taught you well hey well like the father i never had <laughs> maybe we can put you on that show who's your daddy no <laughs> i'd rather not so i had an idea to play a game where I try to convince you to, to to see a movie. Yeah. And basically, not for you to actually like sit down and watch it. I just have to convince you to be like, yeah, I'll see that. But the caveat is uh, I'm going to try to go for a long streak of how many movies I can see to talk you into seeing. And also movies that you haven't seen so if you've seen a movie i lose my streak if you say no you won't see this movie i lose my streak and we got, are gonna go see how far i can i can get my streak up to okay <clears throat> so for example if i go have you seen the program you would say don't know but i'd say pretty sure it's a no i'm pretty sure it's a no too and then i talk about the movie and then I ask you, would you see it? You, you would say yes or no. And then uh, I would go to the next movie. And so if I go like Endgame and you go, oh, wait, I've seen that movie. I would go, oh, okay, uh, my streak is one. So I'm going to try to go as long as I can without breaking my streak. Now, let me ask you this. Should I show you the movie as in like the trailer of the movie to help me convince you to agree to watch it. I say you do whatever you think you need to do. Or should I at least like show you the cover art to see if you recognize the movie or the style of the movie and maybe you've seen the movie? I mean, we might have to do that at least. Okay. Then I need you on the keyboard. <clears throat> Extra work for me. I got it. Hey, man. Hey, man. I All at right. least have to watch these movies. All right. You would have watched these anyways. You're right. So the first one is He Was a Quiet Man. So I would just go, I'm, okay, you are already doing it. Yeah, you got up and your dog took your spot. Yep. But he, look at the puppy. He's a, he's a tired little puppy. All right. He Was a Quiet Man. It stars Christian Slater. You know, of the, like, Heather's fame. Um, he was in other stuff. Uh, unfortunately, that's the only thing I could think of. So, with this cover, have you seen this movie? No. Okay. So, the premise of this movie is uh, Christian Slater plays a guy. By the way, I find it funny. It says romance. It's a drama romance thriller. <laughs> That's funny. So he plays a guy who works at an office building who gets sick of his job. It also has Alicia, Alicia Cuthbert and William H. Macy. William H. Macy is fantastic in this, by the way. So Christian Slater plays a guy working in an office who gets sick and tired of people in his office ignoring him, bullying him. It's basically like... Like, you know the Dane Cook joke of, like, when he's in the office, he... Make sure to give somebody a Snickers. That way, when he's going around shooting everybody, so he yeah. just kind of jumps in there, gives you a thumbs up. Like, thanks for the Snickers. Yeah, exactly. They basically took that joke and made it a movie. So he he's at his office job, and once in a while, he'll, like, take out his revolver that he has in his desk, in his desk and loads it up. But he, of course, will unload it just because he's just like, 
he'll he's like putting one round in and he's like one for for veronica one for melody one for james and then and then he's like for my shithead boss and then which would be the last bullet and then he just dumps it out and he's like okay whatever so he does this it's like a coping mechanism it's like uh like when he's panicked he just does that and so his boss was kind of getting on him about something and he's loading up the gun and he drops one of the bullets and he was worried like it rolls underneath his desk and uh out into the opening and so he gets underneath his desk and tries to search for the bullet as this is happening another gunman is going around the office shooting up people and he and like he he the gunman steps on the bullet and and christian slayer like pops up and is his co-worker who is just like him uh nerdy looking glasses wearing like he's a pushover kind of guy and and he's talking about like like oh man I, you missed it i just killed uh scott from uh from uh sales over there uh what a tool that guy was and he's talking about this and and uh then as they're having a conversation you hear a woman who was shot kind of like make a noise and they discover that she's not dead that she was just shot in the spine and is paralyzed but the guy shot the wrong person because this person everybody like like smile that lit up a room kind of kind of chick right <clears throat> which is the uh, alicia cuthbert um i don't know how to say her say her name so i'm just gonna whatever with this um so uh the guy shooting up the place is like oh that's too bad she you know she always has a nice smile one to light up the room and he's like well might as well put her out of her misery well christian slater has a crush on her and shoots the guy kills him he becomes a hero but he was originally gonna be the, uh, the shooter so he now becomes the hero mm -hmm. uh, they they gave him a promo promotion william h macy gives gives him a promotion actually gives uh him uh alicia's uh job and has to go he, uh as the first order of his new job has to go serve papers saying that she is fired or or that she is resigning from the job because she's paralyzed and can't work there and so she's getting like a big bonus and stuff and she's like hey you should just let the guy kill me because now I'm, I'm paralyzed and so uh they start a romance and all that and uh she like basically is like i want you to help me kill myself by like basically like there's a train station that has like a perfect slope for the wheelchair and so all he has to do is like let go and let the wheelchair slope right down and a train will come and hit her well she, he stops it and and she starts cussing at him which was one of the best parts it just starts cussing at him and going you're you're a fucking asshole for not letting me kill myself even though i'm a paraplegic this is very, very twisted, but it's a great movie. <clears throat> so, so they end up starting a relationship and getting really nice with each other. And then all of a sudden, everything kind of like turns sour for him. And he uh, ends up shooting up the office space anyway. <laughs> but it's done just like the first shooting. So it kind of makes you think like, did he do the first shooting anyway? And... And everything afterwards is just his imagination because he like he he's not mentally all there like he talks to his fish. So, do you, with me telling you that, do you want to watch the trailer? I mean, we could watch the trailer. I'd probably watch it though. Well, let's not spoil that yet. Let's pause this. All right. So we just watched the trailer for He Was a Quiet Man, and by the way, why it's titled that. Was you know when uh, when like there are s shootings and and stuff in the news, most people who get interviewed who kind of somewhat know the people, like a neighbor or something, they most oftentimes say he was a pretty quiet guy. Yeah, he was a quiet, quiet guy, quiet man. So uh, that's why it's titled that. Um, so so let me ask you this, Brad: Would you watch this movie? 
Yes. I've done it. I've done it, I've ladies done it. and ladies and gentlemen. Balloons came falling from the ceiling. I I right now have a record. I guess we should also state uh, because I'm a big movie person. Uh, I'm more of a movie person compared to most. I'm more of a movie person than you are, Brad. I've probably seen two hundred percent more movies than you have. Yeah. Okay, 150%. That's as low as I'm going, though. So, but, I mean, you do watch a lot of movies. I mean, I see your movie collection right there. But I've seen probably all of that with a few stragglers and then some. So have I. Yeah. I've, it's not like I've only seen the movies that I own. Right. Right. I know. I know. I'm just saying I've seen a lot. Okay, I've seen... You can agree, I've seen a lot more movies than you. I will agree to that. Okay. But it ain't anything like 200, 150, even 100% more. You haven't seen double the amount of movies I have. No way. Mm. 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 You don't have the hours on this planet yet enough to do that. You don't either. <laughs> to beat you? Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, 13 years that say I can't up. <laughs> I don't think so. Anyway, we're missing the point. So I, I've suggested you a ton of movies. And out of all those movies I've suggested you, how many movies have I, I probably told you to watch? I don't know, at least 10 or so. Upwards of 20? I'd say 10 to 15. Omega, cool your shit. Okay, so, so, I mean, I've suggested a lot of stuff, stuff that you want to watch, but, you know, you haven't fully, like, gone out and actually seen, but I've talked to you about watching some movies. Um, out of all the movies I've suggested that you should watch, TV shows and all that, there are only two movies that I've suggested for you that you don't like. What? Oh, you'll smell that here in a little bit. Oh boy. <laughs> so so there's only two movies that I've uh that you've given me. Yeah. Because let's not confuse that with the fact of you saying movies for me to watch. Because that is different. Movies that you've given me to watch. Yes. That is a different that's where I'm saying it's probably only about ten to fifteen. Oh okay. Okay, that's fair. So so out of ten to fifteen movies, two of those you did not two like. Two of those I did not like. Okay. So my track record is pretty good. So usually when when I say you should watch this movie you take that as a, I should watch this movie because Mike has great taste. So, and this is why I kind of came up with this game was to see how far I could go with my streak. Because I also like to tell you about movies. Yes. So, the next movie is called Guardians. It's a, it's a foreign film. It's an international foreign film. I can tell you right now I haven't seen it then. I know you haven't seen it. I've been wanting to talk to you about it. It's it's a Russian movie. Okay, obviously not any of those. Uh, it's not the Owls one. Uh, top one, 2017. Yeah. So this is a Russian movie. Pull up, uh, don't, yeah, that. So it's a Russian movie of superheroes it's pretty much their answer to um the fuck all right i'm sorry is that sonia blade next to the winter soldier with swords uh-huh next to kano uh-huh without the red eye go on and the guy from altered beast uh you're pretty much spot on but no <laughs> so so it's a russian superhero movie that has um it's like it's like Russia's answer to Avengers. <laughs> I gotta wow. show I gotta find the picture of the villain because the picture of the villain is freaking ridiculous. He looks like a baby. That's the villain right there, but I need a I need an actual like close up. I need I need to actually find what this fucker looks like. Uh, that's the back of his head. 
There he is. <laughs> so. That's Gilliam right there. William. Oh, <laughs> shut up. Look at that. What is that? That entire, like, his bodysuit. So it's, a, it's, it's like Vin Diesel, like a Russian Vin Diesel, but with the body of the rock. But it's obviously, like, plastic. It's ridiculous. So, so the basis of this movie is there was a group called the Guardians, hence these guys, that they altered their bodies for science to become superheroes for their government. Then the program went went hush hush and they all kind of dispersed then the baby man that i showed you he was baby yeah the man baby as we'll call him he uh was part of this program and they and he wants to take over the world the world his powers his entire like body is like hooked up with wires and stuff his powers are pretty much like he controls electricity he can levitate objects for some reason and he could control like vehicles and such so like there's a point where he just like activates all of the like tanks and trucks and choppers and he uses them don't know why at all so so the russian government tracks down the guardians let me ask you what you think these guys's powers are what do you think her power is I do not know what her is. Is that her too? Yeah. Is she like a Jean Grey? I feel like she's like a Jean Grey. That she can like move stuff with yeah. her mind? No. Oh, okay. What she can do is turn invisible. That's about it. Super. She also lost her memory. She cannot remember anything. She's actually part of the circus, the Russian circus. <laughs> And I believe her and Man Bear <laughs> used to be a thing. By the way, Bear Man Pig. It's Bear Man Pig, right? It's there. not Bear Man it Pig. Bear Man Pig. Uh, so this guy, Bear Man, got to be super strength, right? Obviously. Yes. Okay. He can also turn into a half bear, where he gets the body, the physique of a bear, plus the uh, like, uh, the mouth of a bear. And the claws and such, but also he can just turn into a bear. But he kind of has that uh, that Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde kind of thing, where it's harder for him to revert back, or he 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 really succumbs to the animalisticness of it. Okay. He has a really cool thing though. He gets a backpack with a minigun. Hold on, let me find the I, picture. I saw the picture. You I saw the picture. Yeah, saw the picture. So he gets a backpack with a minigun that he can shoot. But also when he is at an actual bear, it's just a backpack on the bear's back that then just has miniguns on it. So he's like running around going, shooting miniguns. <laughs> By the way, I hope you know, it's fantastic. What do you think this guy's power is? Well, I'd say it looks like he's pretty good at like martial arts and that. Possibly fire is what I would go with. So in all honesty... I kind of forgot his powers. I think, I'm pretty sure, he can teleport. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what he does. He can teleport. Now, what do you think... The other guy looks like he controls the earth. Because from all the pictures in that, there's crumbling earth. Constantly. Look how cool that man bear is with a Gatling gun. If that isn't Russian... I don't know what it is. Uh, so, okay. So, to answer your question with this guy, he absolutely controls rocks. Yeah. His armor just has rocks attached to them so he can use them. He, I think he has a bag of pebbles, by the way. <laughs> so. Uh, I would absolutely watch this, by the way. 
just this picture, <laughs> I would absolutely watch this. Oh, dude, we haven't even watched the trailer I yet. I don't care. I would watch it without the trailer. Look at absolutely. that. Absolutely. Look at that. Uh, so Bear Man Pig alone lets me want to watch. It. Stop. Hey, don't <laughs> don't sell him short. Don't make him think he's just a Bear Man Pig. Bear Man Pig. Uh, okay. So this scene, I gotta tell you about this scene. So. The man baby Vin Diesel is basically setting up uh, a a pillar to be able to control all of the world's technology. So they are kind of like they're they're like collapsing the tower, but they're not really being able to, and they like end up on street level. They were once up here around these buildings. They are now street level, and then. One of them has the bright idea of, hey, do you remember uh, we unlocked one of our abilities where we can all, like, join hands? Or, like, we just, like, touch each other and we can... Shut up, Omega. Uh, we can all, like, uh, touch each other and combine our abilities and uh, we can use our ultimate ability, essentially, to destroy the, the, the pillar. That's what this scene is. They obviously got that from Guardians of the Galaxy, by the way. So, let me ask you this. Based on this picture, what do you think their special ability is? I have no idea, dude. Okay. Force field? Like, that's that's what it kind of looks like, is force field. Here's what I was thinking it was going to be. By the way, they also added in the stakes of, like, if we use this, we may die kind of thing. Obviously. Spoiler, they They don't die. (laughs) But I thought... Like, they could all, like, join in and kind of, like, do, like, a Fantastic Four 2 kind of scenario where they, like, where they give all their powers to the to the man-bear. Make him a man-bear that can teleport and turn invisible and also control the Earth. Nope. They just combine their powers and release a beam of energy. That's straight up what they, they do. They Goku it, huh? Yes. That's straight up what they do. Awesome. Uh, it's kind of ridiculous, but... uh kind of awesome it's a 4.0 on imdb are you ready for the trailer yes okay i'm all in (laughs) i haven't even asked the question yet (laughs) so after watching the trailer and me describing it would you watch this movie i'm all in all right i'm all in so i'm i'm two for oh right now oh my god okay that's Uh, amazing (laughs) right uh, by the way, it's on it's on Amazon Prime, uh, video. Yeah, that's how I watched it. Um, let me ask you: Does uh mid or uh, not uh does TV shows count towards this or just movies? If it helps, I only have one TV show right now. And TV shows take a while. Right. That's the only issue with TV shows. They take okay. a while. All right. Now you can offer it up. I mean, what the hell is the name of it? That's what I want to know. S- Sneaky Pete. <laughs> what the hell is Sneaky Pete? All right. So, um, boy, I'm wondering if you maybe have seen this movie. Has Will Ferrell in it and Dustin Hoffman. It's called Stranger Than Fiction. You've never seen Stranger Than Fiction? Fuck yes. Okay. So, it's uh, called Stranger Than Fiction. Uh, it has Will Ferrell. Um, shit. Uh, Emma Thompson, Dustin Hoffman, uh, uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Queen Latifah, and the story is Will Ferrell plays a character named Harold Crick. And he is such of a like uh you know Tony Shalhoub's monk like mm-hmm. like touches everything everything has to be perfect. It's kind of like that. Like he he counts how many times he like brushes his teeth in a row kind of thing. He counts his steps to work. Everything is timed to the T with this guy. Okay. One day, he starts hearing a voice. The voice 
is narrating his life. The narrator is Emma Thompson. She is an author writing a book about Will Ferrell, about Harold Crick. Except for they never met. She just picked a name and she is just writing this thing, but it happens to be actually happening to Harold. And so he's brushing his like teeth and and he'll like go left to right, left to right, left left to right, and he hears the voice and he stops and the narrator stops. And he keeps he starts up and she keeps talking and he's like, Are, are you saying something? Are you talking to me? Nothing. Here's nothing. Starts walking around, all that jazz, and just is getting narrated from his life. While he's at a bus stop or something like that, he hears what he doesn't know is he's going to die soon. And he starts freaking out. And so uh, Will Ferrell's character is uh, works for the IRS, so he has a boring, mundane job. He meets Maggie Gyllenhaal. He, he really likes her, uh, really wants to get with her, all that jazz. And they, um, but he doesn't want to die from Emma Thompson's, for, for the book. Yeah. Queen Latifah is making sure Emma Thompson writes the book. Dustin Hoffman is a professor of literature where Harold goes to, to talk to him to try to figure out which author it is because it's narration. It's, you know, it's not like I went and picked up my phone. It's Harold went and picked up his phone. And so it's obviously somebody writing about his life. So he, Dustin Hoffman's character has to figure out who the person is. And in turn, they end up finding it. Uh, and, but with Emma Thompson's author character, Every single book she writes, she kills the character off. It's like her motif. It's it's what she does in every single book. And so she's like trying to find a perfect way to Carol, kill Harold Crick. And she writes up the whole thing. And uh, when Harold finds her, is like, I, I'm sorry. I ha I didn't know you were a real person. I don't, I don't want to kill you, but I kind of have to kill you. You know what? I don't want to kill you read my book so he reads the book thinks it's beautiful gives it to dustin hoffman and dustin hoffman knowing that it this is actually happening that she is writing his life goes it's beautiful you, i'm sorry to tell you this you have to die it's her masterpiece could you imagine being told that this is another person's masterpiece that you are dying from narration it's it's insane. It's a really good movie. It's up there in one of my favorite like Will Ferrell movies, uh, because it's it's actually not like Will Ferrell just being like like a Talladega Nights, Ricky Bobby, or Anchorman. It's actually him acting and and being sincere and trying to be a normal person. But it all, it still has the heart that Will Ferrell has for this, and it's a really good movie. Highly recommend it. Has a great ending. Uh, such a good ending that I don't want to tell you it. Uh, before you answer, if you want to watch it, let's watch the trailer. Why is it over there? Okay. Let's, let's pop. All right. So we just watched this trailer. I I find it super interesting. The fact that like. So he go, Will Ferrell's character goes through like he knows he's about to die. So like Dustin Hoffman is like you should probably prepare for the worst. And so he goes out and does everything he wants to do. He has like since he works for the IRS, he has like vacation days that he's never taken. And so he just starts taking his vacation days and starts doing whatever he wants to do. And so he like starts learning to play the guitar. So he's trying to spend his days to his fullest, knowing that he will eventually die. And then when he finds out the author, he's like, I'm going to try to not die in this book that she's writing about my life. So, so would you watch this movie? So, unpopular opinion, 
I hate Will Ferrell. Oh, shit. Shit, I totally forgot about that. So, okay, <laughs> hold on, hold on. By the way, this movie doesn't look like it interests me at all. This looks like it was told way better in, like, Supernatural under that same basic premise. This honestly looks like somebody's narrating my life. I'm going to die. They say it's a masterpiece. I've got to die. I'm going to do everything I want to do. And at the end, <gasps> plot twist doesn't die. So, it does not interest me at all. It does not interest no. you at all. But would you watch it? If I gave it to you to, and said, hey, watch this when you get a chance, would you watch it? I generally watch it. doesn't mean I'm going to like it, though. You don't have to like it. The whole point of this competition for myself is if you would watch it. If I absolutely had to, yes. So If I'm given the choice, no. So, okay, no. I need a ruling on that then, Brad. Did I'm I just have to go with a no? Did I just break my streak then? You just broke your streak. Fuck. I totally forgot you hate Will Ferrell. Yeah. There's like maybe three movies total that I don't mind him in. And two of them are under the same fucking same movie. That's Anchorman. One and two. The second one sucks. Yeah, well, it's still better, like, wittiness than everything fucking else he does. So so then let me ask you this. Before the streak is broken. If you watch this movie and you actually, you know, like it. You if like, I like this movie, it's only going to be because of Dustin Hoffman and Emma Maggie Gyllenhaal and stuff like that. Yeah. There's right. no way I'm going to like it because of him. Right. No, that's fair. But if you do like it, do, does this get overturned and I get my point back? Or, or is that just still like I lose my streak already? Because damn it. <laughs> I totally forgot you didn't like Will Ferrell. And you... You have such a soft spot for for uh, for s freaking supernatural. Damn it! So, <laughs> is streak broken then? I yeah, I'm sorry, buddy. You're damn. And it. I know that's an unpopular opinion. Everybody seems to love him. I fucking can't stand him. Damn it! I'm so pissed. <laughs> like I was, I was looking at three different movies, and I was like, yeah, maybe, yeah, no. Yeah, let's go with this one, thinking it would. Uh, and then you're like, I got him. He hadn't seen it. Like, yeah. I was, I, he might have seen it. Yes, he didn't see it. I've got him. <sighs> Shit, it's got Will Ferrell in it. <laughs> uh, but look at it. It's rated 7.6 on IMDb. Awesome. So is fucking some other stupid-ass movies. All right. Um, t let's do... So I need, I need to get my streak back. By the way, are we also doing the opposite of my streak? Where so right now I'm on a negative streak. <laughs> negative streak. So I may I may continue this with the next movie. It's called The Program. I I have no idea. I know you haven't seen it. Okay. Typed in. Oh. So The Program has one of my favorite underrated actors, Ben Foster. Why is it titled that? Oh, Documentary Shorts Program. Weird. It's just called The Program. So, anyway. It has Ben Foster in it. That's Ben Foster. For you, Brad. And it has Chris O'Dowd. Do you know who Chris O'Dowd is? That's Dustin Hoffman. Yes, it is. You're right. That's Chris O'Dowd. Oh, okay. Okay. Chris O'Dowd. Uh, Jesse Plemons. That's Jesse Plemons. Uh, he was in Breaking Bad. So, this is the story of Lance Armstrong and him becoming a rising star and winning the Tour de Francis. Now, I know it doesn't sound like an interesting movie, and honestly, it wasn't that bad. Because there were some points in this movie... Where, as an average person, you don't know the story of Lance Armstrong to the fullest. And what I mean by that is, you know Lance Armstrong has won the Tour de France a few times. Do you know how many times? Four times? Nope. More. Oh, wait. Was that four times after cancer? No. Uh, he didn't win uh, at all until after cancer. No. 
He's won it seven times. Okay. The most ever of the Tour de France's. Uh, four times, I think, was the record for for American uh, for consecutive wins. He's won seven. Why it's interesting is because he cheated. As we all know, he cheated. He was doping. He's uh, Actually, doping happens a lot in this sport. Uh, so much for the fact that uh, I remember reading an article that uh, they found out that one bicyclist uh, was doping. And so they gave it to the next person who wasn't. They had to go all the way to like position 15. <laughs> to to find the one person who wasn't, wasn't doping who wasn't doping so lance armstrong has won it seven times every single time he's won it was from doping we didn't know that until afterwards after he already won so this is the story of how he did it why he did it and the the rise and fall of lance armstrong basically so Here's where I where I kind of come in with the interesting stuff about this movie is the whole cancer thing. He purposely got cancer because he went to a doctor. He went to a doctor who specializes in uh, winning teams with cycling. And he was like, the doctor was like, take off your shirt. So he took off his shirt and he goes, your physique is all wrong. It's, it's garbage. Like you should not be a biker you need to do some stuff are you willing to do some to do whatever it takes and lance is like yeah i'll do whatever it takes so he purposely gets cancer to lose the weight and also to get the physique he also starts an organization called uh uh live strong i believe if i remember right as a charity for cancer survivors even though he's a sham because he basically got cancer just to lose weight and to get his body in the right thing uh he shows up to the doctor's house afterwards and he's like he's like oh i uh uh the cancer diet is amazing and you're just like whoa easy now um so so he then starts training and starts doping which by the way is super interesting because it was a whole thing of like uh, like bloodletting and and how to get away with the doping test back in the day and all that. Um, he was put on a team for the U.S. Postal Service. They had a deal that if he was able to win uh, the Tour de France, he would get paid a uh, million dollars every time he won or something like that, uh, with the max being ten million if he without however many consecutive wins he's had he then won seven consecutive and so there was a big court case uh, with the u.s postal service having to pay for it but then uh they were like oh he's he hasn't been doping and then he came out and was like yeah i've been doping it, it's just like i kind of want to know where this guy is now because uh have you ever heard of Lance Armstrong doing anything after his whole scandal? Because I sure haven't. Only thing I've ever heard about Lance Armstrong is honestly just within the Tour de France and and cancer, cancer in that. Okay, so here's the trailer. All right, so that was the trailer for the program. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I feel like I already know. Yeah. Yeah. I'd watch it. You would watch it? I would watch it. Okay. Why? I don't what? know. I, I find some of that stuff kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Those kind of... It's not like quite a documentary, but it's kind of based on real life type of situations. Right. So I find some of that interesting. Yeah. And they honestly do a really good job with it. And like I said, Ben Foster is one of my favorite actors. And I honestly, I feel like he's one of the best actors around that is super underrated. And... I think he portrayed Lance Armstrong pretty nicely because I remember growing up and being a fan of Lance Armstrong, not necessarily cycling, but being like, oh yeah, holy shit, Lance Armstrong won the Tour de France. Like he's an American, woo! And, and you know, he survived cancer and he has this charity and stuff like that. But like uh, in, in the show, in the movie, 
uh, Chris O'Dowd's character is the reporter who who is like calling Lance Armstrong out on his bullshit. Like, how is this guy able to win yeah. all of these things? Like, he must be doping. And nobody wants to admit it because right before Lance started winning, there was a huge doping. Uh, 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 what's the word? Controversy because they kept finding people that were doping who was winning this thing. So it was just, it's interesting that he went seven wins without them catching that he was doping. It's amazing. And then once they actually did, uh, it just his life fell apart. Like he, he, his book deals and stuff, but like, like Chris O'Dowd wants to put out, he's a reporter and he wants to put out this, this whole reporting of like why he's a sham and what uh what lance armstrong does is he just releases a new book to like be like hey look at look at my right hand while i punch you with my left hand kind of kind of scenario so so you would watch this movie i would watch this well hot damn uh i also uh-huh think chris o'dowd is one of my more like underrated actors oh yeah so he, he's he's great in this yeah so so yeah, like I said, it's based off of a true story and all that. So yeah, yeah. Uh, good so, job, Mike. Good job. Uh, all right. The next movie is called The Terminal. Have you ever seen it? Tom Hanks. Yes. Yes. Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! You've seen it. Type the it one, in. You're talking the one where he gets stuck in the it, airport. Yes. Yeah. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, you don't even need to look at this one. If I can basically tell you that, like, you know I've seen it, right? Damn it! So, honestly, it's one of my favorite Tom Hanks movies. Um, it, it's uh, not bad. It's not great, but it's not bad. So, what I didn't know about this movie, by the way, uh, I broke my losing streak and just won back my... Or, I guess I, I won it back, but uh, I just lost it again. Yeah. Damn it. So, <laughs> so I didn't know this, but this was directed by Steven Spielberg. I did not know that. This is the fifth, I believe, of the Steven Spielberg-Tom Hanks collaboration. Also, this is the only movie of those collaboration that hasn't won a uh, Emmy or an Oscar or something, or that hasn't even been nominated. Um, but, yeah, it's honestly one of my favorite movies because – uh, just the storyline of it all is really cool uh, and, and heart-wrenching and, and really just plays to the emotion of, of the people. And I just – I really like it. Uh, I guess I won't say anything more than that. Uh, <laughs> so damn you, Brad. Yeah, sorry, buddy. That was another one where I was like, I don't know if you've seen that or not. Yep. Um – so I'm going to try to end this episode with at least a two winning streak. Okay. So the next movie is Lucky Logan. I think you know the movie. It has Channing Tatum, Adam Driver, and um, Daniel Craig in it. It's about... These two brothers, Channing Tatum and uh, go ahead and click on uh, two brothers, Channing Tatum and Adam Driver, uh, who are brothers, and Channing Tatum's character uh, wants to rob a bank or wants to needs money. He needs money for some reason somehow, so he gets his brother involved in this in this robbery where they basically rob nascar it's the biggest race of the season it's they're they're gonna have like i want to say like it was like 13 million dollars at nascar that they were gonna steal and they had they have daniel craig who is in jail they broke him out of jail for a little bit to to help with this and then sneak him back in uh i believe this is their sister um, from the director of Oceans 11, 12, 13, and Magic Mike. Doesn't really say it too much, but it's actually a pretty decent movie about heisting. 
Um, it's very kind of clever on how they do it. Uh, by the way, it has Sebastian Stan in it, uh, who plays uh, Bucky. That's Sebastian Stan, uh, who is the big name racer in it. But he basically, they basically just rob um, NASCAR. Uh, Adam Driver's character is uh, has an amputated arm uh, because he was in the military. That actually becomes a interesting plot point because he loses it. So yeah, uh, are you ready for the trailer? Because there isn't really much that I can really say about this movie. All right. Uh, because it's one of those movies that not like a lot goes on until they rob the place. So. So after watching the trailer, I just want to say one thing is. It's a heist movie directed by the guy who did Ocean's 11, 12, and 13, which I'm not going to say are good heist movies, but how they like come together are good heist movies. Mm -hmm. So, so what do you think? This is the biggest one I'm torn on so far. Okay. Do you want to move on and I can ask you after the next movie? Sure. All right, so the next movie is called Mid-90s. Have you seen it? Okay. Nope. So it's written and directed by Jonah Hill. Do you like Jonah Hill? He's a so-so. Okay. So this movie is not very long, but it pretty much like just has the like staples of what it's like to be a kid and kind of like especially with the main character I forget his name but the main character he um he just wants a place to belong and also to kind of um uh Stevie is his name uh he just wants a place to belong and to kind of have friends because he doesn't have a lot of friends and his like older brother beats him um but he just he's, he just wants to be accepted and so he finds these these kids who skateboard and he thinks they're the coolest kids now let me ask you this when you were a kid did you look up to kids that were older than you that like like did stuff that you never did and you thought it was cool. Yeah, there's some, yeah. Okay. This is what it, it embodies that. Where this kid has nowhere to go. He doesn't like his home life. And he just wants to feel accepted. And so he finds these older kids that skateboard. And he wants to just belong with them. Now, all of these kids have interesting name. I'm pretty sure one of them is like called like dog shit or something like that. I don't quite remember. Um, fuck shit. Uh, is is the name? Is that guy? That's fuck shit. Why his name is that? Is uh he? I think it, uh in the movie he does a really cool trick, and they just were like, dude, that's so fuck shit, or something like that, and they were like, hey, that's a pretty sweet name. That's pretty much it. Um, that guy's name is Ray black guy his name's Ray uh, fourth grade is this guy because he's as smart as a fourth grader I know these names are quite clever and then there was one more uh, is it Ruben yeah Ruben is the other kid okay so he just wants to belong he ends up so so that's fuck shit that's stevie that's reuben that's ray that's fourth grade okay fuck shit is a fuck up like he like by the way all of these guys smoke and drink he's the youngest he's the second youngest 
he's really good at skating. He's not. Fuck shit. Fourth grade. Okay. <laughs> okay. He's good. He's not. Fuck shit. Fourth grade. Yeah. So so um he's all about the party life. Uh fuck shit is. Uh Stevie really looks up to Ray. Ray is one of the better skaters. Ray is like trying to make connections with the other pro skaters to be like, listen, I'm really good. You know, the people who sponsor you should sponsor me because I'm really good. Well, fuck shit kind of tries, he fucks it up. He really shits the bed on it. So you're kind of just like, boy, I don't know about this. Uh, Like, I don't know about this friendship. Fourth grade over here just wants to make movies. That's all he wants to do. Um, So one of the better parts of this movie is um they're driving uh i think fuck shit is driving uh and he he's had too much to drink and and they're like hey pull over man like you're no you're in no condition to 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 drive right now plus fuck shit is like 13 14 he's something like he he's allowed to drive without an adult um, and so they get in a car accident. The one who gets fucked up the most is Stevie. But after fuck shit and Ray were fighting, they and and Stevie kind of got injured. They all came around and like slept in the hospital, like waited for him to recover and all that. And the mom who was like, "I don't want you anywhere near those boys. Like you are cussing, you're drinking, you're smoking." And, and Stevie's like, they're my friends. You can't do this to me. They're my friends. And so you kind of just want to be like, oh, man, I really want to like help you out with this kid. And so they, they're they like sleeping at the hospital waiting to see Stevie. And the mom is like, come on, guys. I know you almost just killed my, my youngest son, but you guys are his friends. Come on. How about you come say hi? And so they go in and, and fourth grade plugs in his camera and shows a, a movie he's been doing. And it just, the mother kind of like has a, one of those moments where she's like, maybe they're not so bad. Yeah, maybe they're, they have a heart of gold. Uh, and so, so it's actually a decent, like heartfelt movie. Um, this is Lucas Hedge, which by the way, is probably uh, another one of those like, super underrated actor he's really good uh you may recognize him brad he's in um three billboards outside ebbing missouri Mm. he's the son yeah so so uh he plays the brother and now you don't have an older brother no i do this relationship is fairly close where like what would you say he's probably like 17 lucas hedge in this movie and he's like 12 right yeah, so something like that so like five year difference right maybe six maybe four so he, like he annoys him and he's the kind of brother who is like get out of my room stay out of my room if i see you in my room if you touch any of myself i'm gonna beat the shit out of you like i'm that's what it is uh it gets to a point where like i believe he comes home drunk hammered by the way just absolutely plastered the youngest stevie and and his older brother is like what are you doing and he he starts to beat up on him but then he kicks him and basically gets on top of it and beats the shit out of his brother in a moment of like don't fuck with me uh by the way his brother tries to be all gangster like but when when he gets around uh, his um, his skateboarding friends, he becomes a pansy, and it's great. Uh, there is a very uncomfortable moment in this movie, uh, but overall, it's uh, it's pretty good. Not bad for Jonah Hill uh, starting it. So, you ready for the trailer? Yeah. All right, Brad. So, what do you think about mid ninety mid nineties? Directed, written by Jonah Hill. I have no problem with that part. 
But. But. It's a skateboarding movie, man. Oh, my God. Do you not like skateboarding movies? No. <laughs> Do you like skateboarding movies? Uh... There's ones that I like. I've never gotten into anything with skateboarding. Have you ever watched Grind? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. You no, didn't like it? No. Oh, my God. I don't even like some of like the older, like, early 90s, like, movies where, like, they, like, had skateboarding just, like, randomness. Like, uh, oh, what was the one with the kid from Boy Meets World? Uh, ben Savage? Or Fred Savage? Yeah. Uh, uh, Little Monsters? No, there's... I'm pretty sure it was him. Or it's just a bunch of kids, like, kind of, like, running away and shit. Isn't that Little Monsters? Maybe it is. I don't know. I just... With Howie Mandel? <laughs> I think it might have been. Oh, my God. I I just... I don't... I don't know. That's not the style of movie I would watch. Okay. No. The other one, I think I would watch. Logan Lucky? Logan Lucky, I think. Okay, so... So depending on what order you would put those in, so, <laughs> you're either back on a streak with a losing streak of two before that. Well, well I'm or not, I'm not on a losing streak. I'm on a losing streak of one because of the terminal because you've seen it. I'm now plus one with my streak because of Logan Lucky. I need your answer for this. No, no. That's why I said it would depend on which order you. Would so put I'm them in. about. I'm again negative one. Yeah. I am so pissed off right now. <laughs> I'm so pissed off that I gave you Stranger Than Fiction knowing that you don't like Will Ferrell. And then I opened my mouth about you watching Terminal. I'm pissed. Yeah. Damn it. Well, I don't, I don't really have... I really want to end this on a positive. And I did so well. Damn it. You let off with your strong part. You always lead off with the weak ones. So you can end on that high note, man. I'm upset. I'm really upset. So, okay. So it's a no to mid-90s. Have you ever... Okay, I'm going to ask you this question, but this isn't part of it. Have you ever seen the movie Airplane? Are you talking the old, like... Leslie Nielsen? Okay. Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie Top Secret? It sounds familiar. It has... Um, it has Val Kilmer. Do you not like Val Kilmer? <laughs> no, it's uh, Val Kilmer. It's just a funny name. Okay. I can only think of, honestly, honest to God, I can only think of two movies that Val Kilmer's in. Oh, no. There's not a trailer for this. I can only think of two movies Val Kilmer's in. Number one, it's Top Gun. <laughs> Number two, Batman. <laughs> okay, so this movie is made, written, directed by the people who did Airplane. So it has that still, like, humor like this okay <laughs> so it's about uh during world war ii germany is planning an attack val kilmer plays a character named nick rivers nick rivers is a musician uh that first this picture right here is a spoof of um, the Beach Boys. It's a, uh, I think it's called uh, Shotgun Surfing is the song. Uh, it's, it's just fabulous. But basically, like, the Germans bring Nick Rivers over to Germany to scene to distract the, the world while they finish their, um, their secret evil plans. Okay. Nick Rivers gets involved with the resistance and it's just a funny spoofy kind of movie um like if you like airplane you'll like top secret <laughs> uh this character right here his name is deja vu 
Uh, this character is named Chocolate Moose. Of course. <laughs> but like Deja Vu, he uh, he gets introduced to Val Kilmer's character and Deja Vu just goes, have we met before? And he goes, I don't think so. They're stuck in traffic. Probably because they didn't take the back way. Yeah. Because it's five o'clock traffic. Oh. This, oh, what the so, so this fuck picture, is that? So this, uh, that's Peter Cushing. Uh, he gets introduced uh, looking through a magnifying glass, so his eye looks like that, and then he takes the magnifying glass down, and his eye stays the same. <laughs> this scene is actually kind of weird. Big-ass phone. Yeah, well, so this scene, he's over here in the background, and he walks up, and is it's it's just a big phone. It's perspective. Uh, so yeah, it's a very very funny movie. It actually has one of my favorite scenes, which, like, in a way, what what I mean, like, favorite scenes is I find it super intelligent comedy that they did this was um they're in the the resistance house um and the german army like is coming up to him so they're like attacking from the house and a grenade comes in and a guy jumps on the grenade uh and it explodes but it explodes and kill and and uh 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 all the other people not the person who jumped on the grenade and so like it explodes and like people it's out the side basically no it just explodes well yeah i guess it explodes out the sides but like like people are like going through the windows because it explodes it's it's a really funny scene it's one of my favorite scenes and uh i remember watching this movie when i was little and was like i need to find this movie found it and i was like that is a funny scene so like this scene he's getting put on a val kilmer's character is putting on um in front of a uh kill squad basically yeah Yeah, kill squad and uh the people are like hey you can't kill him he's an american so the phone is ringing and she's walk the old lady's walking to get it as they're like prepping to kill him it's just like a like a can you can you speed it up a bit so it's uh yeah see so he has it like that and then he takes a thing now so uh we need to find uh, a clip so we're gonna pop all right brad so i just show you some clips from top secret yeah what do you think i'd watch it you watch it yes so i really like those old kind of comedies oh yeah hot shots is probably one of my top favorite movies hot shots, hot shots part do yeah <laughs> i agree uh so what I'm only plus one on my yeah. streak right Damn now. It. Yeah, man, I did. You, I think. How high did you think you were gonna go? I I thought I would at least get to maybe four, but did not take into account that you didn't like Will Ferrell. I was hoping you didn't watch Terminal. Yeah, and I was hoping, like honestly, mid nineties. I I was kind of like I don't know if yeah. you would really watch it, but I would. I was honestly hoping it would be a lot higher than it is right yeah. now. Um, but you're, you're... So the Tom Hanks one. Tough bastard. I have seen almost all Tom Hanks movies. Whether I've wanted to or not. Because, got to figure, growing up, that was when he was, like, big in his prime. So my parents, like, rented and saw every single one of his movies. No, understandable. I was so. just hoping... Um, so my goal is... For movies that you haven't watched and also that you are Would. willing. Yeah. So, in a way, I kind of want to just be like, hey, you know, even though you have seen it, did you like it kind of movie? Like, should I keep my streak going? Nah, I would I would say I have to find movies you haven't seen. Yeah. Unfortunately. That's why I was hoping that it would be a lot higher than yeah. this. But, I mean, Guardians. Am I right? I'm okay with Guardians. <laughs> I just hope that's not the route you're going to go 
Because that is like the only, like that way you could be like, I've got a plus 50 streak. And it's like, well, how'd you get that? I picked nothing but foreign fucking films. Like you could. I could. But eventually I'll just cut this game off. Be like, no. Yeah. So, all right. We need to keep track. This is episode one of an ongoing thing. And perfect timing, really. Uh, honestly, we went an hour. Didn't think it would be an hour. So, um, they here. Yeah. All right. So, so we're done. Uh, so I'm a plus one. So plus one. Uh, not too bad, I guess. Uh, thanks for listening. I've been your host. This has been my co-host. Uh, peace out. Later. <laughs>